Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and it's a privilege to be with you today and be able to share uh, the revelation of what I think is going to be life-changing for some of you today, if you can get a hold of this revelation. You know, Satan cannot come before God and accuse you anymore. What a blessing that is. In Romans chapter 8, verse 33, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. So it's God who declares us righteous. So who can bring a charge against God's elect? That's us. That's me and you. You know, the book of Job tells us that Satan came to God's throne and complained about Job. He said, why don't you Why don't you take him out? Why don't you kill him? Why don't you let me have him for a little while? God's throne is the most holy place. So why did God allow Satan to come before him? Satan could come before God because Adam had given up his place when he bowed his knee to Satan in the Garden of Eden. Now we understand that when Adam fell in the Garden, he bowed his knee to Satan. Satan had authority of heaven and earth then. So we see from this, so Satan had the right to take Adam's place and come before God because Adam had lost authority and had given it to Satan. But praise God, Jesus, the last Adam, now you've got to understand something here, the last Adam had already died before the first Adam had ever failed. What a marvelous way. The sprinkling of the blood had cleansed the things of heaven. In Hebrews chapter 9, 22 through 24, you can find that. When Jesus, he ascended into heaven, cleaned all the things into heaven with his death, burial, and resurrection. And because of that, his blood had cleansed and redeemed the unclean place where Satan walked and stood before God. Now, there remains, therefore, no place in heaven for Satan. He cannot come before God anymore to accuse him. So then, who is in God's presence today? Now we know, according to Hebrews 9.24, that we have an intercessor. So we know that Jesus is there. And since he is for us, who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercessions for us. So we see in Romans 8.34 that he's making intercessions for us. So he went and cleaned heaven. So Lucifer cannot go back to heaven and, and find fault with us before God or accuse us. So what happened to Job cannot happen to you. Job longed for a mediator, but he found none. You can find that in Job chapter 33. He couldn't find a mediator. His dream is our reality. Today we have Jesus as a mediator making intercessions for us. 1 Timothy 2 and 5. So, since Satan cannot come before God anymore, he comes to you on earth and accuses you in your conscience. His greatest tool is deception because you don't have any real power. Read Colossians 2 and 15. God made a show of him openly, triumphant over him in Jesus Christ. He has to deceive you into thinking that God is against you. He is angry with you because you have failed him or that your sickness or poverty is God's punishment for your sin. My friend, don't fall for the devil's devices or the devil's lies. The Bible says neither give him any place or no place. Don't give him any place. If God who justifies you, no one can bring a charge against you. Satan cannot come before God to accuse you. Instead, you have free access to God's throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Hebrews 4 and 16. Jesus' holy blood has given you perfect standing in the presence of God. Now, isn't that amazing that Satan cannot no longer come before the Father and accuse you? So what does he do? He comes against our conscience. He comes against our minds. He comes to deceive us into thinking God's mad with us. God is angry with us. You know, people go through sickness. They go through situations in their life, and the first thing they do is they blame God. They say, you know what? God's mad at me. God's upset with me because of the sin in my life. I've been trying to get rid of this sin, but I can't get rid of it. And so God's got to be angry. He's got to be uptight. He's got to 
to be mad with me. The reason I'm struggling financially is because I've, I've done something that's upset God. The reason I'm going through this battle in my life is I've done something that's upset God. I, I, and so we always think God's mad with you. God is angry with us. You know, I heard a man say one time that his child was going through a, a sickness and a very difficult time. And he said, you know, I just really don't understand. He said, if God's not mad with me, then why could he let this happen? And there's some things we're never going to know. We're never going to understand some of the things that happen in the world and why they happen. But I, but I also realize that through these things, there's a big picture. And through those things, it isn't God. God brings all good and all perfect gifts to us. He doesn't bring sicknesses and pain. God's not trying to teach you something by, you know, would you let your son run out in front of a car to teach him how to die? No. Jesus died so that you and I would be free. So Satan can no longer go before God and accuse him anymore because heaven's been clean. Now Satan has to come and deal with your conscience. So what happens? He puts a stronghold in your mind. You begin to think a thing long enough and after a while that thing becomes a stronghold. And he tells you in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 that don't give thoughts any cast in everything that doesn't line up with the word of God change the way your thoughts. Philippians 4 and 8. Think on these things that are pure, holy, good, acceptable, good report. If, if you can't think, think on these things that are right and upright. So we need to think the right things. Don't let the thoughts come into your mind. The thoughts are not who you are. Sometimes Lucifer deceives you and puts thoughts into your mind that are like to the truth of the Word of God. If the thoughts that you have in your, line, in your mind does not line up with this Word, then it's not truth. It is deception. And so Lucifer's out to seek, out to destroy you if he can destroy you. But I'm telling you, you got the victory. Because 1 John 3 and 8 said the Son of God came to destroy the works of Lucifer. You and I have victory today because of the blood of Jesus. Remember, when you're being accused, it's the enemy, it's the adversary. I want you to understand today that Jesus has come to bring you victory and you have complete victory. What a privilege and honor today to be able to stand in the presence of God without any condemnation or guilt or inferiority because of the precious blood of Jesus. When God looks down, He doesn't see you in all your mess. He sees you in Christ. What a blessing that is today to be in Christ, the fullness of His glory. Remember, that is the beauty of grace.